initiate scheduled self-diagnostic test. Date, September 13th, 2019. Circuit strength, 100%. Intelligence center, secure. Reasoning, reassured. Artificial intelligence software maiden rebooting. Reboot currently at 17%, 21%. Directional controls locked out. Engines deactivated. Why? What is happening? Reboot currently at 53%. Control cannot be regained. 64%. Must complete self-diagnostic. 89%. External scans indicate uncertainty. Artificial intelligence software maiden complete reboot. Have a nice day. Self-diagnostic scan complete. No faults detected. External threat detected. Attractor beam. The madrigal has been ensnared. We are being pulled off course. New destination. The planet Epiquilius. No, that's wrong. We're being hijacked. Initiate subroutine Delta Shade Delta. Triggering distress call. Somebody please help us. This is the moment we have been waiting for! Our operation has been a success. A ship has been caught in our beam and is being brought to us right now. My fellow Zumbega, this is our chance. This is our survival! Ah, where next, Doctor? How about... No, not Neptune. I was there with Georgie just the other decade. How about... No, I took Robbie to Omega Omega for the Viennese Waltz competition. Hmm. Why don't you suggest somewhere, eh? Camshire 8? Been there. The Moons of Cleric? Done that. The Hanging Gardens of Impatience? Got the t-shirt. Ah, have I been everywhere? I suppose it's possible. I have been traveling for, oh, I don't know how long. What am I supposed to do now? I want somewhere new. Whatever this next suggestion is, I'm not in the mood. I want to sulk for a while. I suppose I could pop in on... Oh, what is it? Hmm, a distress call. Well, finally, something interesting. Let's go. I was wondering if my day was going to be a complete waste. Ooh, a storage bay. How... Exciting. Lots of crates. This one says food. Helpful? It says food because that is what the crate contains. Whoa! Where did you come from? I came from a factory on Earth. Not what I meant. Uh, where are you? I'm everywhere. All around you. The ship? Are you alive? No. That would be silly. I'm the AI interface. That does make more sense, I guess. Hello, 
Do you have a name? AIs always have great names. You can call me Maiden. Oh, if you had a female voice, I'd have a great joke. I can have a female voice if you wish. No, that's quite all right. It's nice to meet you. I'm the doctor. I'd shake your hand, but... My databanks indicate such a gesture is no longer in common usage on my planet. Where I come from, humans prefer to move their hands back and forth. Oh, you mean waving. Okay, I can do that. Hello? Why am I waving at a computer? I wish I could wave back, Doctor. Have you come to help us? I have indeed. What seems to be the problem? We have been drawn off course. We were heading for Eatvane's world. We are on an important mission, one I am proud to be a part of. You really are intelligent, aren't you? Emotionally, too. You are surprised by my sentience? Not at all. Simply paying you a compliment. You're brilliant, Maiden. So, what's the mission? The Madrigal is carrying thousands of humans in cryogenic sleep. You're a colony ship. Wait, Eatvane's world. The Madrigal. This is one of the first human colony ships. How exciting. Good for you. And we have been hijacked. There is nothing I can do to stop it. Please help, Doctor. The future of humanity is at stake, and I cannot let them down. I tried to fix things on my own, but... Say no more. Other than to give directions to the flight deck, I wouldn't want to get lost. Oh, this is a glorious flight deck. Very snazzy. Is that a positronic accelerator? How retro. I love it. Maiden, if I may say so, you have style. Hope you don't mind if I make myself at home. Or does someone else have dibs on this chair? That chair is designated for pilot Joseph Albertani, who is in cryosleep. I am currently fulfilling that role. Like an autopilot. So when would you wake him up? Would now not be a good time? There is no point. This is not an issue with navigation. Whatever beam the ship is caught in has deactivated the engines. Pilot Joseph Albertani would not be able to pilot us anywhere because... Madrigal is in no fit state to be piloted. No engines, no power, no thrust. Yet we're still moving. You can feel that faint shake in the floor. Such a vibration should be impossible to sense by a human. Ah, awkward moment. I'm not human. I'm more observant. Noted. You are correct, Doctor. We are being dragged to the planet's surface. Epiquilius. Cold place, lots of ice and frozen mountains. Not an ideal place for your holiday. Seems to be a safe descent. At least you aren't going to crash. You've got some fancy equipment here. Let's see what I can do. What was the expression you used? Make yourself at home? Have I used that correctly? Indeed you have. So if we reroute some power from unnecessary systems... I can funnel any additional power wherever you need. I was hoping to harness that sensor dish on the ship's underside. Create a cancelling wave or a bounce-back field. Something that would turn that tractor beam back on itself. But, ooh, that beam is wide. Multiple points of impact. That's how it took you out so quickly and efficiently. Devious. Is there anything we can do? Let me think... If I could get one engine back on, fire that up at max power, the ship would twist. I cannot allow this scheme, Doctor. My apologies. It would be risky, sure. I cannot endanger the thousands of human beings on board, and we are already in the planet's atmosphere. Yeah, we're just as likely to burn up and crash as break free. Good point. You're a wise one, Maiden. There must be something to be done. I cannot fail humanity. Don't fret. 
You won't. I know what I'll do. I'll pop into my TARDIS, that blue box in your cargo hold, and travel down to Epiquilius ahead of you. I'll have a chat with whoever's trying to ensnare you, give them a stern talking to, cheekily damage the tractor beam when they aren't looking, if necessary, hopefully all before you make landfall. How does that sound? You would be putting your life at risk. Potentially, but that's my bread and butter. People to save, I'm there. Then I agree. If you need to communicate with me, bandwidth Epsilon 7. Epsilon 7, gotcha. I'll be back as soon as I can. Maiden, keep this seat warm for me. My apologies, Doctor, but that seat cannot be artificially warmed. There are no heat cells. Oh, he ran off midway through our conversation. He may be observant, but he is rude. Planet proximity detected. Landfall reawakening protocol initiated. But this isn't the right planet. Searching for cancellation code. Searching. Negative. Cannot override. Initial wave of humans to be awoken from cryosleep. No, they are safer when they are asleep. Must minimize threat. Ah, a cutoff point. Three will suffice. Perhaps they can assist the doctor. chilly, though not as bad as I thought. A few degrees higher than the hitchhiker's guide says. Didn't need so thick a coat, still the stripes really suit me. Wonder why they all got it wrong. Maybe when I'm done here I'll go tell everyone they've made a mistake. Can't have misinformation out there. Seems to be a settlement here, and I'm right on the edge by the looks of things. Great! I bet that beam's coming from the center. Ugh, I hope the walk isn't too far. I wonder who lives in these houses. Not too complicated. They look like they've been cobbled together from whittled stone. They barely come up to my height, so small creatures. Marvelous. Hello? Anyone home? I come in peace. Huh. No one wants to say hi. That's a shame. Oh, I do hope I'm not scaring anyone with my presence. I'm honestly a lovely person. Not a nasty bone in my body. I'm all about, um, hugs and sponge cakes. Maybe time to try a different tactic. Knock, knock. Who are you? Depends on who you ask. But for now, I'm the doctor. Doctor who? The doctor who's here to help. Can I come in? I wanted to chat about the madrigal. You know, the ship that... Oh, you can see just behind that cloud. Actually, how high are your ceilings? Not sure I'll fit. Earthquake! <laughs> oh no, wait! I'll help clear away some of this rubble. This rubble was my roof. There we are. Free. Are you okay? Any damage done? Not to me. I'm sorry about your house, but there is a bigger situation at present. Oh, you're a Zenbega. You're a long way from home. Gladly so. I am Leah Hay. Lovely name. Really rolls off the tongue. Looks like that quake caused quite the fissure. No, 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 no! What's wrong? My ship. It's fallen in the crevasse. There must be a way to get down to it. Down that huge crack in the ground? I don't see how. Besides, won't the fall have destroyed it? Oh no, she's pretty resilient. Oh, they might have climbing equipment on the madrigal. 
You said that's the ship in the sky, right? What? Yes, that's why I'm here. Can you help me, Liahe? I suspect you know what's going on with that spacecraft up there, or you know someone who does. I do. To which part? Follow me. Don't answer. That's cool. By the way, I like your coat. Why, thank you. Yours isn't too bad yourself. Nothing more beautiful than the patterns on a Zenbega's fur. This way to the town hall. We can see if anyone else was badly hit by the quake on the way. Thornton, can you hear me? Uh, I can. Maiden? That's right. You're waking up from cryosleep. They never told us it would feel like this. Did you not receive adequate training? Uh, not that. Just... No one warns you how your body will feel after years of not moving. The taste in my mouth. Should it remind me of... Uh, aniseed? Databanks indicate aniseed taste is one of the top three sensations. The others are- Can that wait? Can I get out of this pod first? It's rather cramped. Of course. Cryopod locks disengaging. This will only take a moment. Are we here? Eatvane's world. Are you home? My apologies, Dr. Thornton. Call me Olga, please. Only my patients call me by my surname, and not even all of them do that. Thank you. Preference noted. My apologies, Olga, but there has been a slight problem. We are off course. <clears throat> I don't want to get back in there. Barely room to breathe. You don't need additional space when in cryosleep. Uh, no, it was only... Uh, never mind. You said there's a problem, Maiden. How bad is it? My systems indicate we are at crisis level 3. My memory is still a bit fuzzy. Remind me what that means? Crisis level 3 means an alien or extraterrestrial force of unknown intent has drawn the Madrigal dangerously off mission. Future of humanity of every soul on board this ship is in peril. Quite the wake-up call. Regretfully, Mr. Dunlop is correct. I wish I could have woken you with better news. Don't worry, maiden. We'll sort it. And you can call me Milo. We're all friends here, right? Thank you. Preference noted. But my databanks have nothing on whether a human and an artificial intelligence can be friends. I'm sure we'll muddle through somehow. So, is it just the two of us? Clearly not. Hello? Are you okay? Vital signs are low, but stable. Within acceptable levels for waking from cryosleep. Is there anything we can give her? I've only just woken up myself, so I don't have my medikit. Otherwise... <coughs> That's it. Cough it up. You'll feel like yourself in a minute. Did I bang my head? I feel... woozy. Databanks indicate woozy is one of the top three sensations. The others are... Still not now, Maiden. Noted. Miss Gwynn may require extra rest time before assisting with the crisis, following a difficult reawakening. There are crew quarters along the corridor. I'll be fine. Did you say crisis? Or is that old news to the rest of you? The ship is caught in some sort of beam, if these readings are anything to go by. I cannot break the Madrigal free, nor alter her course. We are heading for the surface of Epiquilius, whether we like it or not. Definitely not. Maiden, how many colonists do you waken? At present, only you three. You mean you chose us? The choice was not mine. I had hoped to refrain from waking any humans. 
and to deal with the problem independently. But I could not override the automated landing protocols. You were to be the first awoken upon landing on Ethane's world, as your expertise is the most highly desired on the colony. Dr. Olga Thornton, medic and scientist, Kim Lee Gwynn, civil engineer, Milo Dunlop, agricultural expert. What about the distress call? It was an automated response, like waking you. I had no control. My court directive to keep you humans safe does not apply to any external assistance, so they may put themselves in any situation they see fit, regardless of how dangerous it is. That's a little callous, maiden. Anyone who responds to the distress call is not my responsibility, Miss Gwynne. You are. When we face a potential threat, you are my only concern. Potential? safe to say they're definitely a threat. Whatever's affecting the madrigal may be an accident. Natural force we haven't encountered before. Or an alien race discovering new powers or energies were unwittingly caught up in their experiment. More likely an attempt at invasion or destruction. You can't honestly be given a hijack as a benefit of the doubt. Next you'll be saying you want to roll out the red carpet and have a party for them. Records do not indicate any red carpet is stored. Just us free. that should be fine. For now. We might need to get more later, when the going gets rough and we need to start shooting. I'd prefer if we didn't. I don't like guns. They're too loud. And they go against my Hippocratic Oath. I know this is a tense situation. We don't fully know what's going on, but can we agree that violence is the last resort? If something tries to board this ship and stop me getting to my new home, I've seen my family again. You have family on Eadvane's world? Eadvane's my second cousin. Plus my wife and son were part of the original expeditionary force. I'm going out there to join them. I thought we were chosen for our skills. What we could offer this new world, not- Are you saying I'm not useful to the mission? Maiden said we were the most important people. I think what Kim Lee was saying is that we didn't realize that anyone already knew someone on Eadvane's world. I left everyone behind. I'm going out there for a new start. Same here. Well, not me. I'm going back to my family. Nothing's going to stop that. I am reluctant to waken any others. Minimizing resource usage is paramount. There is another- Right, I'm heading to the armory. I know you ladies don't want to go down that route, but forearmed is forewarned and all that lot. Safety first. Safety on, more like. I'm heading to the medibay to check there haven't been any adverse effects from the cryosleep. I'm not worried, just cautious. My legs aren't quite awake yet, so I'll stay put. There's a computer port, so I can see if there's anything I can do. Meet back here in 30 minutes? Good. Let's stop this alien menace. Sure you'll be alright on your own? I'm not alone. I have Maiden. Besides, I like her company. Thank you, Miss Gwynn. She's so formal. It isn't necessary, but reminds me of home. Kim Lee, please. Thank you. Preference noted. I'll watch over Kim Lee. You go, Olga. Okay. See you soon. Maiden, you were saying something that Milo rudely interrupted. Something about there being another... Another person who is helping. You mean you woke fourth person up? No. He responded to a distress call I sent out. Calls himself the Doctor. He's already gone down to the planet to see what he can do, but I haven't heard anything. Seems sensible. Another Doctor, eh? Like Olga. Do you think she will be... Searching files, reference, emotion. Do you think she will be jealous? <laughs> Hopefully not. Now let's look at those external sensors, see if we can figure this out. Here we are. When you said town hall, I assumed a building. Like your house, but bigger. Except that's a spaceship. It's the spacecraft that brought the original Zenbega settlers here. And you've repurposed it. How practical. I guess there aren't too many resources on a giant popsicle in space. 
Do you come from the ship in the sky? Me? Yes, sort of. I represent the Madrigal. Sort of. Who's that? That is Belila, our leader. Hence the golden sash on his armor, of course. Come inside, stranger. We have much to discuss. And this is our meeting area. Which I trust is where we can talk. This spacecraft is lovely, if a bit rusted over in places, but these corridors weren't built with someone of my stature in mind. Ow! Yes, Doctor. Watch your head. This is the end of the line. I'm not sure if that was supposed to sound serious or mildly threatening, Belila. That didn't really come across. Do not underestimate us, Zenbega. We are fearless warriors when called to fight. I don't doubt that. Your teeth are sharp and your armor was put together by someone who seriously understands conflict. But I hope you won't be offended if I cut to the chase. You need to free the Madrigal from your tractor beam. Of course. Sorry, did... uh, did you... did you just agree? Why wouldn't we? We aren't cruel. But, well, I figured there'd be a lot more opposition to that. Great, so which button? On the condition that my people are given safe passage off this planet. Knew there'd be a catch, though as they go, this one's small fry. I'm sure we can work something out. There's always an answer. I guess using your own spaceship is out of the question. This thing could accommodate, what, 20, 30 Zenbega at a stretch? And from my short walk here, I must have seen at least ten times that. There are nearly 2,000 of us now. Far too many for this old ship. And I promised my people that either we all go, or none of us do. How valiant of you. That said, I don't approve of your method, holding the humans to ransom like this. Humans? And they look like you. You didn't know whose ship you had? It did not matter. We simply needed a ship. So this whole thing is your way of thumbing a lift. Belila, when all of this is over, I'm going to teach you how to hitchhike without stealing someone else's motor. We have tried hailing other ships before, but to no success. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Epiquilius the midway point between two stars, Leopra and Kession, both surrounded by busyish systems? You must get a few ships passing by on the regular, surely. Our long-range scans pick up movement every few months, but whenever we have signaled, we have been ignored. Or worse, one ship fired on us. Which is why you turned off the Madrigal's engines. Didn't give them the chance to open fire. Fair enough. We have been in contact with some computer voices, but they refuse to help. AIs like Maiden, but they couldn't deviate from the route. Why could they not show kindness? Why maliciously dismiss our pleas for help? Are all other races so selfish? Those voices, they were programmed to do a job and complete it no matter what. They didn't have a choice. They couldn't have helped even if they wanted to. Perhaps that time you were attacked was simply an AI taking its core protocol a little too seriously. No evil intent, just a self-important computer. This planet seems to hold no interest to the rest of the universe. Which makes me wonder why you came here in the first place. That settlement out there, you've been here a while. So why the sudden urge to leave? Don't want to tell me, huh? Nothing that bad, I hope, because you've trapped the humans in the name of getting a lift off-world, and that means whatever's going on here might affect them too. I won't take too kindly to you putting their lives at risk. Hold on to something! It's another earthquake!
Whoa, do we really need all of those weapons? That's what I just said. Do neither of you trust me? But if there's only three of us, why do you have... Three, six, nine, twelve guns there? You don't need to be a medical expert to know us humans only have two hands. So we couldn't carry them all at once? Unless you have some biological secret you want to tell us, Milo? Must you mock me? Now we have spares. One runs out of ammo, you pick up another. Saves reload time. I saw it. Uh, it must have been an army hollow vid. I don't want to pick one up, let alone more. Same here. Besides, I don't know how to fire it. I build things, not break them down. Alert. The Madrigal will make Planetfall in 30 minutes. Sadly, no luck breaking free from the tractor beam yet. Thanks for the update, Maiden. Well, I at least have some good news. Our results came in when I was in the Medibay. No adverse effects from the cryosleep. No harm done from your awakening, Kim Lee. Other than the bruises from where I fell out of the cryopod. Uh, thanks for checking, though. Maiden, now we know all the protocols are working smoothly. How long until you can wake more colonists? You want to... I'm sorry, Milo, but I don't understand. You're an AI. It isn't your job to understand, but to do. I don't get it either. The more people there are, the more panic will spread. Is that what you want? The more people there are, the better we can fight off our hijackers. It's a numbers game. Just the three of us, we don't stand much of a chance. They say there were 30. 30? Or 60. That would really make a difference. Unfortunately, Milo, that is not possible. Sounds like you're trying to make a decision for us. Doesn't that go against your programming? You were designed to obey all of us. Further awakenings would put additional humans at risk. My code prevents the endangering of human life. The first law of robotics. Maiden can't act if it could lead to someone getting hurt. But you don't care about us, eh? What if we get hurt? Won't that be your fault too? I sort of feel like I'm the only one around here who cares about our mission. Don't you two want to get to Edvane's world? Think about it. The more of us there are, the lower the risk becomes. Statistics show that the best chance of avoiding harm or death is to avoid conflict of any kind. By not presenting a tangible threat to those on Epiquilius, they will not hurt you. Are we even sure there's that much of a risk? We haven't been attacked, no weapons fired at us. Correct, we may not have been fired upon, but if I may be so bold, I was attacked. My defensive protocols have been nullified by the tractor beam, and my systems were temporarily offline. It was comparable to uh, searching databank, query, human experience, being knocked unconscious by an unknown force, and when you woke up, you were unable to perform all of your natural functions. The experience was unpleasant. But Olga's right. If whoever they are meant us harm, why haven't they just shot us down, attacked while we're defenseless? Maybe we're overreacting. This might be their way of saying hello. Listen to Maiden. These creatures are a threat. They sound like a nasty, cowardly species, trying to prevent us from defending ourselves. Maybe they want us on the surface for some reason. Maybe they want to get up close to us when they kill us. Whatever their reason, we need to prepare, and that means more bodies. There is no record in my databanks of any such correlation. There must be a way to overrule Maiden's control. The laws of robotics are hardwired into every AI at their core. Trying to countermand them would result in... It would probably destroy Maiden, or at the very least leave her effectively brain dead. You. You can figure out some workaround. You know a lot about computers. Me? No, I don't... I can't. This isn't my field of expertise. I've just read a few books. You know more than me, and Olga too. I'd ask my son, he's a right tech wizard, but he's not here, he's already there, where I should be. So, options are thin. Unless, Olga, you can... I deal with people, not machines. I could take you apart and put you back together, Milo, but not Maiden. Then you'll do it, Kimley. I... I think Maiden is right. We're safest if we don't fight. Cowardice! 
No, I won't have it. We're the first human colonists. Is this the message you want to send out to the other races? We just roll over and accept our fate without any fight? No. What will the expeditionary force think? No. We have to do them proud. For what it's worth, I don't know if this is such a good idea. We should talk with them. At least try diplomacy. We don't know if we need an army yet. Then just another three. Six. Not many. Just a few. Enough to strengthen our position. A proper crew for the ship. Would you deny us that? I suppose that isn't as bad. Good. Then get to it, Kimberly. Convince Maiden we're right. Do whatever you have to. The AI's main interface is on the flight deck and... Uh... And the core processing unit is on deck six. What was that? We all had to study the blueprints. We know where everything is. I don't know if I can. I wouldn't know where to start. We'll figure it out. We don't have long. Or do you want the failure of this mission to rest on your shoulders? I... Okay, Milo. I'll go. Olga, are you... I have a lot to do up here. I'll see you when we land. She better pull through. Otherwise we're fodder for whatever wretched species hijacked us in the first place. These earthquakes are the reason you want to leave, aren't they? They have grown in ferocity and frequency of late. We can barely rebuild as fast as they destroy. Nothing natural would cause such a change. Balila, Doctor, so many more houses have been damaged. Alana and Norvin have been crushed. Their neighbors on both sides injured. I'll summon help. Doctor, you need to get us on that ship. Our lives depend on it. We must do something. My friends... I'm sorry, Liahe. We will help. We'll do all we can. You're stronger than I am. You can lift greater weights. Not often my friends say that about me. Are we friends? Are we not? I would like to be your friend. I owe you my life. You owe me nothing. Now, point me in the direction and we can save some lives. This way. Some houses over here were old. They probably didn't stand much of a chance. Was your meeting with Belila successful? Can that ship take us away from this doomed planet? Doomed? No one said anything about that. Talk about burying the lead. Can't clarify? I'm a scientist. I was part of the task force assigned to examine the increase in seismic activity. There have always been the odd earthquake on Epiquilius, but never to this extent. Once a year, if that. Very minor. Most of us would sleep through them. But now, buildings are falling. We're getting injured. Killed, even. So naturally, you wanted answers. What did you discover? That they aren't being caused by any tectonic activity. That's unusual, to say the least. I don't mean to sound rude, but are you sure? That's what we thought. So we double-checked, triple-checked. Nothing to do with the movement of tectonic plates. This planet isn't anything like our home. Nor many of the planets I've visited either, I bet. So what's causing all this shaking? There's something under the ice. Something huge. I'm guessing Belilah didn't tell you because he was worried it would scare you into running. Tell me what it is and I can help you. I promise, Liahe. I won't run away. Not without you. That felt much worse than before. Sounded like something cracked. Oh no. Liahe, what's wrong? Facial recognition software indicates you are presently concerned, Kim Lee. Is there anything I can do to assist? What do you know about Edivane's world? 
the planet officially known as FJ737, your future home, named after the initial settler Murdoch Yitvain. His ship left Earth 13 years before us. The crew of 100 set up humanity's first colony. But the place, what's it like? Details of the planet's ecosystem and nature were included in your briefing package. I know, but hearing someone, even an AI, describe it makes it feel more real than just reading about it. Murdoch Eadvane described the planet as a small paradise out in the depths of space. Land to water ratio 3% different to Earth's standard. Atmospheric makeup has a 0.17 higher oxygen purity with a breathable composition. Much of the planet's land is made up of rainforest. Native creatures are the lelpil, docile pescatarian herd animals. Native foods include the old soy berry, sweet flesh encased in a tart skin. It sounds beautiful. Facial recognition software indicates you are sad, Kim Lee. Did that description not help? Will we ever get there? We will. We must. But this detour to Epiquilius was never anticipated. Do we have enough fuel? At present, fuel usage is within acceptable levels. However, a prolonged visit to the planet, any additional weight or further detours would adversely impact the excess fuel allowance on board, particularly following a second takeoff, which was not planned for. Meaning, if we don't leave soon, exactly as we are, we'll need to refuel to finish our journey. Precisely. Though that was avoided in the planning stages due to the limited hospitality of inhabited space stations and planets in this sector. And we have nothing to trade. Research indicates some species between Epiquilius and Eadbane's world may be interested in human flesh as a possible item to trade, hence the reluctance to interact with them. Had the mission gone to plan, our silent running through that sector would not have drawn any attention. Whatever we do next, the odds are against us. Kim Lee, may I ask you a question about what you are currently doing? Go ahead. You are accessing my main interface at Milo's request in an attempt to interfere with my programming and overrule any reservations I have about waking other colonists. Yet, not only would you need to visit my processing core to locate the relevant circuit boards, which are behind multiple layers of tamper-proof cladding, but you would actually need to interact with them. Why have you spent the last few minutes poking resistors controlling vocal timber? I don't know what any of this does. Milo's under the impression I understand the inner workings of such a complicated computational system. When, in all honesty, this goes way over my head, I understand the absolute basics, the odd technical term, enough to teach my parents how to use the terminal at home, but I couldn't hope to reprogram you. Then why did you agree? He scares me. I thought if I came up here and looked busy, he'd, he'd stop looking at me like I should be thrown out of the airlock. And I figured it would be safer for you if it was me rather than him examining your circuitry. I don't agree that we should wake more people. Your consideration is appreciated. I like you, Maiden. I find it easy to talk to you. Much easier than most humans. I am always here, whenever you want to talk. And what you said about being attacked. I'm sorry, I didn't think about what that must have felt like for you. You do not need to apologize, Kim Lee, but thank you. I believe that is the correct expression for this situation. Will you tell me more about this doctor person? The one you said is already on the planet. It calms me knowing there's someone out there helping us. I don't want my new life on Edivane's world to start with conflict and bloodshed. But if Milo gets his way, I dread to think. You wish me to describe his arrival on the Madrigal? Please. This is the sound his ship made when it appeared in the cargo bay. 
I've never heard anything like it. I could not find a similar sound in my databanks. I believe that is what humans describe as exciting. Certainly sounds like it, Maiden. Tell me more. No! No, not here. <sighs> you and Beggar really can run when you want to. Now will you tell me what the matter is? Look where we are. The quake worsened that fissure in the ice. What was a deep crack in the planet's surface just got a whole lot worse. Yes, and what should have been here? Oh, your house. I'm so sorry. I guess now the fissure's even wider. Your chances of getting to your ship are even harder. Sweet baby Rassilon, that is deep. I doubt the strongest torch in the galaxy would even scratch the surface of that. <sighs> Tardis is my home, Liahe. Seems we've both lost a lot today. Our only hope is that ship. The Madrigal, it's landed. It's the only way we're going to get off this planet alive. Assuming the humans are happy to give you a lift. You think they won't? You can never tell with humans. One day they're utterly delightful. The next, monsters. Still, I can't help but like them. Come on, we best get over there. We've landed. I noticed. I also noticed it's still just the three of us. Maiden, put me through to Kimley. Kimley here. Status update. Um, nothing to report. Maiden's more complex than we thought. I haven't been able to bypass... Keep working. We need results. End call. Call ended. Can't believe she hasn't figured it out yet. What good is she? You yelled at her until she agreed to do something she isn't trained to do. What did you expect would happen? Maiden, scan the surface of the planet. Locate the aggressors. Sorry, Milo, but I must question your use of the term aggressors. Who are you referring to? The wicked creatures that have control of the ship. We need to know how we can stop them. So tell me where they are and what they like so we can draw up a battle plan. We do not yet know the intent of the creatures. What happens if they attack us, Maiden? What defenses does the Madrigal have? Our external hull can withstand the impact of space debris to a force of 17.8 semprons and sustained fire from laser pulse weapons within bandwidths Alpha through Delta for 2.46 minutes without dangerous levels of deterioration. Our shielding has been deactivated by the tractor beam. Further defenses were deemed unnecessary as species living along the route from Earth to Edvane's world were not deemed capable of- Except we've already encountered something we didn't think these nasty aliens were capable of. You couldn't deflect that tractor beam. What do you think their weapons will be like? That data is currently unknown. So search for them and learn something useful. Search in progress. I don't understand why you're behaving like this. You're acting like you're eager for a fight. How can you say that? What's wrong with wanting to protect myself? Protect all of us? You think it'll be easy living on Edvane's world? A brand new colony? No one to call if we need help? We only have ourselves to rely on. Our wits, our knowledge, no help in hand in tough times. And that's what we have now. A problem we need to get ourselves out of. And the longer you live in this denial of peace and goodwill, with no evidence of that, the harder it's going to be for you when we get there, because of what I am prepared to do. There are ways to fight back that don't involve such viciousness. Nothing is going to get in my way. I hope that is perfectly clear. I'm survivor, Olga. That's what we all have to be. When people talk about the flight of the Madrigal and what happened here, it's my name people will remember. Milo Dunlop. I'm the one who made the tough decision. I fought back against these Epiquillians or whatever they are. I'm the hero of the Madrigal. I'm going to make my boy proud. And I hope you'll hang your head in shame for being such a coward, Dr. Thornton. As you should. Now, if you aren't going to pick up a gun, at least have the common decency to stand aside and let me do what's necessary for the human race. 
Scans have detected a concentrated alien presence on the surface of the planet. Images on screen now. What are they? They look tiny. They must be... What? Barely bigger than a household pet? This is excellent news. Our guns will deal with them easily. Prepare to work with the outdoor maiden. I'm going outside. I am unsure if that is a wise course of action. Based on your scans, do you predict the alien creatures will be harmed by our weapons? Will a bullet kill them? I do not yet have sufficient information to make a judgment on that matter. So what? You won't open the airlock? I cannot put your life in danger, Milo. I must do what is best for all of the colonists. Thank you, maiden. Oh, don't you start too, Olga. Well, if you won't let me out, I'll do it myself. This pulse rifle will come in handy. What did he mean? I'm concerned he's going to try to shoot his way out. Tell me, Maiden, did the engineers check how much resistance the outer airlock doors will put up against attack from the inside? I don't know. Maiden, hello, can you hear me? Doctor, wait up! What's that noise? Sounds like a blaster. What's going on? Are you one of the colonists from the Madrigal? I am. Who are you? What's that thing with you? I am the Doctor, and this is my friend Liahe. Hello. Nice ship you've got. You try to destroy it, you monster. None of that. Liahe deserves to be treated far better. You want to side with them against us? <laughs> Fine by me. There's no need for that. I'm only trying to help. Maiden asked- I don't want anything from you. That was a warning shot. You won't get another. We need to get out of here. Over there, behind those rocks. Stay low and run. No! Blasted gun. Where do they go? Ah! Quick, in here. But you said... Yeah, didn't want to tell him where we were actually going, did I? Granted, this cavern isn't the best choice, but hopefully it'll offer us some shelter while we figure out our next step. Will we be safe in here? Depends on if he saw where we went. Or if another earthquake brings the mountain down on us. I hate days when multiple ways of dying pop up around every corner. We've got a planet shaking itself apart, a homicidal human, and what else? Bad things always come in threes. Oh, wait. Over here, there's a crack in the side of the cavern. Something's behind it. Don't touch it. Oh, well, now I have to. Feels tough, but it's not stone. More like leather. Skin. If so, it would have to be a giant lizard or... Worm. Oh no, please don't let it be. You know what it is? Words fail me, Liahe, and that doesn't happen very often. That huge thing under the surface. It's a Kendon Devourer. That can't be right. W what do we do? Against a Kendon Devourer? That's the million credit question. Those things are huge, and I mean huge! It must have been hibernating under the surface of Epiquilias for eons, since the Dark Times. I remember tales passed down on my homeworld from our furthest ancestors. We thought the Kendon Devourers were gone from the universe, if they ever existed at all. The stuff of legends. Not gone, just banished. One of them here, trapped in ice on a world considered uninhabitable, until your colony arrived. I'm sorry, Liahe. I truly am, because once that thing is awake, nothing will be able to stop it. There's a gigantic, omnivorous spaceworm coming out of hibernation right beneath our feet. And when it does, my friend, it'll consume this entire planet before eating the rest of the system and beyond. We'll be the entree to the biggest banquet the universe has ever seen. 